So how do we all react to the Christian Freeland scenario a few days later? And how are they reacting in Alberta? It's an important conversation to have. So let's have it with Shay Gannam, who hosts the Shay Gannam Show on our chorus talk stations in Edmonton and Calgary. No doubt in Alberta. Massive, massive story. It happens right there in Grand Prairie. And there's been tension between Alberta politicians, uh, people in the media in Alberta, and Albertans in general towards this particular federal government. I don't think that's an exaggeration. So will it continue interminably? How do we turn the temperature down? All these questions worth asking and getting answered by Shay Gannon. So here it is. When did you sort of get get a feel for it, and and how did your opinion of it change over the weekend? Yeah, it came across. I mean, I'm not like you. I first saw it on Friday. I mean, it, it hit social media uh, very quickly because that was the point. That's that's why the whole thing was done, right? But uh, I, I like you. I, I saw it and realized, okay, it was just a, it was just a melting off sort of a thing. But it's funny. I was talking to my uh, technical producer today, and. And she was saying, you know, as soon as I saw this thing hit social media on Friday, I thought, oh, Monday is going to be fun. This is what's going to be happening on Monday. You could tell that this this was the kind of thing. And it, it, for me, it, it just as the weekend went along, it was really interesting to track how it started out being, um, oh, my goodness, this is awful. And then pivot to there was a lot of people saying, oh, it's staged. It's staged. Come on. That was totally a setup. And then it pivoted quickly into yeah, but what about, what about, what about, what about, which is okay. I mean, you, you expect it. We've seen it replayed so many times, but it's just, we need to stop at that. Boy, that's awful. And leave it there. It doesn't matter what political party you belong to or anything. It's okay to say, you know what? I don't like Justin Trudeau and Christian Freeland's policies. I really, really don't. I think they're doing some bad things. But what that guy did was wrong. That's fine. You can say that. There must be Albertans feeling that sort of cringe factor that, here we go. Will the rest of the country um, judge us? Look, I think when something happens in Toronto, people are like that with the Porta Peak shooting. I know people out there thinking, oh, you know, people think our cops are are absolutely incompetent. So we, we do sort of have those geographical tendencies to be yeah. like, oh, they're doing this. Has there been a lot of that? Have there been? A, do, do you think Albertans are very defensive going? Please don't judge us by this guy. And there's Albertans going. Yeah, that guy, that guy speaks for me. It's a little of both. Yeah, I think there is a little of both. I think the vast majority of people um, are, are are sort of in the middle. But as you know, uh, uh, on the one side, we do, you know, just running this through the audience today, there was a lot of people who, um, the good thing is, I think, is most people said what he did was horrible. Um, but then there was a good chunk of the audience that continued with a, but, but I get it, but I understand, but I, under, and, and, and so there is definitely those, you know, I wouldn't call them supporters, but. But there is uh, a certain segment of the population that's like, oh, I'm so embarrassed. Oh, I'm so embarrassed. But, but let me ask you, because I don't think, mm. I know it's not, I'm born and raised in Alberta, and I know it's not representative of Albertans, certainly some Albertans, obviously. But what's the take when something like this happens in, um, in, in Alberta? What do people in Toronto think? Is it like when we see a story out of Florida, and it's like, ah, oh, Florida man, at it again kind of thing. Is there, is there a perception of Alberta like that? I, I think there, that's a great question. I think there's some of that, but I also think, you know, Toronto, I, I think there's a, there's a distinction between Toronto and the rest of Ontario. I mean, the rest of Ontario that isn't Toronto is 75, 80% of the population. If you get outside the GTA. And I really think, I really think they want to be liked. And I really think, I think even Toronto does sometimes. So Toronto wants, like we want to be yeah the, the, the center of attention. And at the same time, um, you know, we want we want Albertans to to understand that some of us, a great majority of us 
care that they feel disenfranchised and and we care that sometimes they feel like they're screaming into a void and um and I, and I think Albertans I get why Albertans kind of even feel used it's like hey we'll take your natural resources we'll take your energy we'll take your oil but we don't give you enough representation in in the house of commons and and we're not terribly concerned what your provincial politicians think so I know that there's a little bit of there's there's just a little bit of both. It's tough to you know shove it all into one box, but I think we saw I think we saw the video and we thought we know that's a step too far. And and even I thought a lot of even what happened on the election trail, to be honest, on the election campaign a year ago at this time, Shay, it, when it happened in Ontario, there were pebbles thrown at the prime minister in Ontario. Right. Um, there was there was abuse of of Jugmeet Singh. Um, but I think most of it is. It's what you sign up for as a politician. But I didn't see that Friday. I, I, I got the whole hulking male intimidates. And I, by the way, I mentioned it on my show. I, I, I didn't want to let the two women with the hulking guy in the ill-fitting tank top off the hook. I mean, they're all in it together. They all have by design. Like you said, do they even do it if it can't be videotaped? Do they even show up if they can't post it anywhere? Because they were giggling like uh, kids getting an ice yeah. cream after winning a t-ball game in the parking lot like it was a bit too much for me that part especially yeah you're absolutely right uh you know if you take a look at that video if you watch the longer they're rolling before they even realize that she's there you can actually hear somebody say oh my god that's her she's here mm -hmm. i mean the whole thing was done for clicks and clout in the facebook world that they inhabit and so pardon me i mean i didn't play the audio back today and i didn't mention the guy's name because who cares i mean that's what he's in there for but it, it, the good thing here or the important thing for me greg is we're talking about how far do we let this go before we start to have a conversation about things are getting out of hand and i don't want to be sitting here a week six months from now going oh we should have acted sooner we should have done something sooner because somebody's been hurt or worse that's what i'm worried Shay Ganim's uh, joining me, uh, Greg Brady, on 6.30 CHED and 7.70 CHQR. His shows are 9 to noon Mountain Time. Uh, do log on to the Radio Player Canada app. Check them out when you're able to. I think about that sometimes. I know there was a, there was a female British MP that was murdered. Uh, one of the times I happened to be in England just watching a couple soccer games. So it dominated the coverage. I remember when Gabby Giffords was shot in Arizona yeah. by a pro-gun activist. So it it's I know, shot out playing softball, right? Yeah, exactly. And that. Yeah, exactly. So I think in Canada for a long time, to your point, and it's a good one. There's 36 million of us. We're not all going to get along at times. But we always are like, well, that happens there and that happens here. Mm -hmm. And it's not Canada and it's not who we are. And we've had a real good look at, at you know, down the camera lens the last couple of years ago. That's some of who we are. What happened in Ottawa in January and February, however you line up now and however it looks six months later, is some of who we are. It, I, I mean, how can we argue that now? You know, you're absolutely right. That's the thing. We have, to, we have to at least be honest with ourselves about this and say, if you can't see this rising tide of anger, and you know what, anger, is, that's always been part of politics, and that's fine. The question, though, is uh, how, do we, how do we represent that? How do we allow people to feel like they're being heard? Like you say, that's what it comes down to. For a lot of people in Alberta, they see what's happening down east, and this has gone on for as long as I've been alive, but the anger rises, and then it goes away, and then it rises, and it goes away, and we're at a point now, I think, where it's just continuing to ramp up, and the other thing we need to talk about, Greg, is the leaders that see that, and rather than try and put a lid on it, they stoke it for their own personal gain. We're in the middle of a leadership campaign provincially and federally for conservative parties, and you know and I know there are certain candidates that will use that anger, use that fury to try and bolster their own ambition and that's a big big problem how if it just feels like alberta would you say albertans 
I guess having you know respect and uh, and admiration and and I suppose civility for the federal level gov- liberal government. It, it's a lost cause now. Two of thirty four MPs were elected last time out. There's not a lot of olive branches. I feel like uh, passed from uh, the federal liberals to Alberta. Does does Alberta just say, look, we you know we didn't get the election result federally we wanted last fall. We're just waiting this out. But but this feels this feels so beyond strained, the relationship between the province and and the prime minister specifically and and, and obviously his deputy prime minister. I think I think the, the, the primary focus, at least with the audience that I talk to each and every day, is Justin Trudeau. As long as Justin Trudeau is leader of that party, there's not going to be any progress made. Um, there's a lot of capital to be made for conservatives in this province where your only platform plank really at this point needs to be, I'm going to fight Ottawa. I'm going to fight Justin Trudeau's policies. That, that will carry you very far. Um, and I don't know if the relationship at this point, if there is a starting point, if there's a way to move forward. Now, that's not to say there are no liberals in Alberta. We did elect two. Edmonton mm-hmm. goes largely NDP uh, at a provincial level. So, um, you know, conservatives lost some seats in Alberta in the last federal election. So it's not to say we're an entirely block of conservative voters like we used to be, but it's pretty close. Uh, Shea Gannam on 630 Chad in Edmonton and 770 CHQR in Calgary chatting with Greg Brady, 640 AM Toronto. So like you were saying earlier, Greg, in terms of that thought that Eastern Canada has for the West, you are cognizant of that. Um, but you understand the frustration, but do you think there's anybody in politics in the East that really cares? If you're like you say, is the relationship broken to Alberta sort of written off the liberals? Have the liberals written off Alberta? Yeah, it, it feels that way to me. And I, I think given we're probably expecting a bit of a more, a, a, you know, a coronation than a nomination for Pierre Polyev as, as the as the CPC yeah. leader, that's going to be interesting because, you know, he's not a prairies guy, but I, I know that he's done enough rallies out out in Alberta, Saskatchewan, Manitoba that uh, that he's connecting. And I know he's connecting because he's connecting here. And I don't know whether that speaks to the rest of the field. Um, I there obviously was an intrigue when. John Charest stepped back in. There was more. There was intrigue when uh, when Brampton Mayor and, and the you know the man who probably would be Premier lest a scandal happened to him, Patrick Brown, yeah. um, was in the race as well. But that's what's going to be interesting is is how you know how long. There's two things that federally, obviously, that you look to and I look to probably. How long will the NDP will the NDP ever get irritated and sort of you know, uh, drop the fishing rod in the water and, and sort of, and sort of pull the boat into the shore and say enough, we're not going to support you anymore. We know they don't want to go right back to the polls a year from now, a year and a half from now, but it's, you know, you probably see Jugmeet Singh's Twitter feed. It's, it's a constant barrage of criticizing the liberals, but then people say, well, what are you doing supporting them um, and their policies? You're, 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 you're on them constantly but you may not be getting enough for what you're providing them, which is kind of electoral cover here by, by us knowing you can't lose a confidence vote. And you bring up something that uh, another thing that really has upset a lot of Albertans when, when Justin Trudeau, I mean, a lot of people consider it now a majority government between the liberals and the NDP and it's further shut out any conservative voice that they don't matter anymore. They're not needed. So that's added a lot to the frustration, but, but Singh is, is doing, the best, I think he's very comfortable being an opposition guy. He knows that's where he's, that's his max, that's his ceiling, and he's making the most of it. And he's getting a lot of concessions from the Trudeau liberals out of it. Policies that NDPs would never get passed because they'd never get elected. 
he's now getting brought onto the table and actually brought in in some places. So for him, it works out pretty well. My last thought on it all is I read I read a long tweet thread from uh, Calgary's mayor, um, Mayor Gontic, and uh, and obviously she's talked about the threats and intimidation she feels. And, you know, I, we had that conversation with our listeners. If there's, you know, 31, 32 percent of of the MPs are, are are women in the House of Commons. How can we possibly expect more? What woman watching right. what happened to Christian Freeland, politics aside, what w- woman listening to Calgary's mayor uh, or some of the other former uh, female politicians will say, give me some of that. I'm going to leave private yeah. enterprise and my anonymity and my ability to come and go as I please and nobody digging through my trash or my social media. And, and I'm going to take a pay cut as well and become a member of parliament. Like we're not going to get quality people and especially quality women doing it, Jay. No, you're absolutely right. And you mentioned uh, Mayor Gondek on the air with us this morning. Uh, Michelle Rempel Garner was another one who put out a tweet thread over the weekend talking about things that have happened to her. So you're right. And if you want to have these sort of people involved in public life and you do want to attract everybody from every walk of life, uh, you can't you just can't have this. I mean, think about us as men, Greg, for me, I wouldn't want to be involved in that environment. I mean, it's it's bad for men. It's far worse for women. And Mm. I wouldn't have the stomach or the patience for it. You can't expect them to put up with it. It's it's just not acceptable. Yeah. And there's that fine line, isn't it? Because I think to myself, if I were a female politician, how willing would I be to say she said it herself? She said, you think I want to say I'm fearful? You think I want to say I'm scared? I'm going to get it 10 times worse. If I start telling you everything I'm getting, that's right. you know, it, like there's the argument sunlight's the best disinfectant. But I know people that are way the other side going now, nah, once you start amplifying that stuff, once you start responding to the trolls, the trolls get get you know get invigorated and you're going to get 20 more of them it's 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 opening the door and that's a dangerous game as well one should do that no i think you're right and if you take a look at me if we just go back to where we started with this particular videotape the whole point that this was done was the spectacle and the fight and the scene right so that's what i'm uh, sharing this stuff to try and shame this person there is no shame that's not going to work so people say oh we've got to call it out we've got to you know we've got to expose this well they want it exposed he, he recorded, he shared it. There is no shame. So I think we can talk about it and we can say this kind of thing is happening and what do we want to do about it? But, but amplifying it and sharing it and exposing it. No, no, no. That's exactly what they want. Mm. Well, I know you got a big, big leadership race out there, big election in the spring. I know we'll be talking lots before that. Uh, and we'll watch what happens with the conservative party of Canada. But uh, it's great to cross over. Thanks so much for making the time yeah. for our audience in Toronto, man. And yeah, same to you. Thanks very much. Great. We'll chat soon.